Welcome to Itty Bitty English. In this season of our podcast, we will explore English literature, discussing important authors and their works. Brought to you by Sepe Unam Campus Tasco. Hello, everyone. It's been a while since our last episode of Itty Bitty English, but we are back for a second season. This season is going to be a little different because we're going to talk about some famous authors. And because it's the season of Halloween, today, in our very first episode of season two, we're going to discuss a famous author of the horror genre. As we mentioned last year in our episode about Halloween, um, this celebration is on October 31st, and um, it is related with the Asian festival Samhain, and people believe that on that night, the spirits of the dead return to visit the living. So to scare away the spirits, people wore customs. And um, many, um, many of those customs are related to monsters and other supernatural creatures like witches, monsters, zombies, vampires, and other fascinating and creepy creatures. Well, vampires have been one of the most popular characters on Halloween, and we can find many stories about them, like Nosferatu and Dracula, or other less scary vampires such as the Count uh, Dracula or the Count from Sesame Street. No? Uh, in fact, uh, many people say that the Irish uh, writer Bram Stoker is the creator of the modern vampire. I mean, um, the perception of the modern vampire, no? Someone who comes back from the dead to drink the blood of their victims to survive and is afraid of sunlight and lives in a scary castle, no? And for sure, his book Dracula is one of the most read and well-known books. However, there are other writers that have their own and particular perspective of vampires. For instance, Anne Rice. Well, Anne Rice is an American writer that is well known for her successful series of books called The Vampire Chronicles. Her first famous novel was Interview with the Vampire, which was published in 1976. So to know more about this incredible writer and her work, today we have a special guest, my friend and co-worker, teacher Christina, who's going to tell us more about Anne Rice. Hello, Chris. Welcome to It With English. Hi, Karina. I'm glad to be here with you. Okay. Well, uh, what are you going to share with us today? Okay, I want to... Uh, talk to you about uh, an author that I have read for a long time and that I've enjoyed a lot. And I can give you seven reasons to read one of her most famous works, that's Interview with the Vampire, and another one okay. that is also very good, The Vampire Lestat oh. by Anne Rice. Okay. 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 Tell so us, our... Us. Our first reason is that Interview with the Vampire was inspired by a life-changing personal tragedy. And Rice wrote Interview with the Vampire after her five-year-old daughter, uh, Michelle, died 
A year after, in 1972, she quit her job and focused on her writing. Creating this dark, lush universe was her way to cope with grief. Uh -huh. The second reason would be that um, Rice's vampires are different from all vampires before, partly because she had never read Bram Stoker's Dracula and was free of any influence from that iconic vampire novel. Mm -hmm. Her vampires are elegant, tragic, and strangely sensitive, even when they are, they are still monsters. Okay, that's, that's interesting, no? Because it's a different perspective of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like humanized, more humanized vampires. Eh? Okay, okay. The third point would be that in the second novel, uh, the Vampire Lestat, and that's also the second book of Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles. Mm -hmm. uh, she expands and deepens her mythology and builds a complex, colorful universe. Mm. Okay. And then the fourth reason would be that her two main characters are really memorable, well-rounded, and strangely endearing. You care about them. They might be monsters, but they never lose their humanity. In interview with the vampire, uh, Louis tells his side of the story to a young reporter in what seems to be an attempt to reach to his vampire maker, Lester. Mm -hmm. Louis is conflicted, tragic, philosophical, and beautifully melancholic. Lester is vibrant, charming, and he's an anti-hero. Mm -hmm. Lestat is larger than life, but still somehow relatable in his dreams, fears, and ambitions. Okay. The sixth point would be that, no, sorry, the fifth point would be that Anne Rice's novels are not a gory, hoary, um, yes, horror bloodbath. Mm -hmm. No, so there's not a lot of gore. Mm -hmm. uh, Anne Rice writes about the relationship and development of these creatures who happen to be vampires but are still human. Mm -hmm. Her vampires question their own existence, their morals, and their conscience, and the price they have to pay to be immortals. Mm -hmm. There are not scenes of bloody killings or spectacular fights among vampires in her books. There is horror in their lives as vampires, but it's based on the psychological and emotional depth of their circumstances. Mm -hmm. So very similar as uh, many human beings. Could yes, experience, exactly. No? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay, uh, our sixth point to read Anne Rice's novels, particularly these first two, because there are so many books uh, that she managed to write before uh, before she died. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say that these two are really uh, worthwhile. Mm -hmm. uh, is that the first three novels in Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles are a delicious treat. Mm -hmm. They are lavish, sensual, and dark. Mm -hmm. Lester becomes the narrator and main character in the second and third novels, and though he's fun, charming, and sometimes humorous, the novels are not shallow. Okay. They are really deep. Mm -hmm. Then my last reason for you to give Andrais a chance and read her 
novels if you want you can read the others but i would uh, highly recommend the first two mm -hmm. uh, is that the vampire less that an interview with the vampire are books within books where the characters tell their own stories they are delightful books with a vital powerful voice and Anne Rice's excellent use of language and symbolism. Mm -hmm. Rice's humanized vampires bring really deep emotion and reflection to the readers. Her works make you think about mortality, about human nature, and what it would mean to actually live forever. Wow. Yeah. I think that is the, how to say, the um, interesting no, and fascinating uh, points of view of um, Anne Rice can give us about the vampires, no? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank You're you for welcome. sharing with us all these interesting uh, facts about the Anne Rice uh, most uh, popular uh, work or books. Mm -hmm. And Well, a uh, curious fact is that Anne Rice also published under two uh, pseudonyms right yes. uh, and rappling and and rockler uh -huh. right uh -huh. yes and what what can you tell us about that well actually Anne rice is also a pseudonym because she was uh actually uh baptized as howard allen o'brien mm. so that's her real name her name was Howard. And then uh, I think that Anne was the name she wanted to have because uh, she changed the last names, but uh, all of her pseudonyms are Anne. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> and for the record, Interview with the Vampire was made into a film directed by Neil Jordan, where the handsome Brad Pitt, which was my crush from the 90s <laughs> was one of the protagonists and it's going to be a series on streaming soon about that book too right chris yes mm -hmm. i think it's uh it's produced by a company called amc mm -hmm. okay. and one of these streaming services mm -hmm. okay but you know yeah. what people say no it is better to read the book first and then watch the film right exactly <laughs> Or what did you prefer? I would say that uh, in my case, I read Interview with the Vampire when I was 16 years old. Wow. And, and now you're going to calculate my age. Uh, <laughs> because I, I read it because I first went to watch the movie and I got really intrigued. I, I wanted to know more. And I looked for the novel and I was totally captured by the story and I wanted to read the other books. Mm -hmm. So, yes, <laughs> that's the story with, uh, with the movies. But usually the novels, the books are always going to be better. You have more time to develop the stories. Series and movies have limited time, so they have to summarize a lot and to select things that are really... Uh, really interesting and fascinating in the books, but sometimes can't be translated to uh, the screen. No? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there it's better, no? You, you can imagine also better yes. the, the characters, no? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Chris, for being here and all this information about Anne Rice and her work. 
And thank you for listening to us. Don't forget to um, that you can find us on Spotify. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.